Nous sommes ici en France cet week-end pour jouer un petit soldat près de la ville historique de Avignon. Or, put another way, I've got a free weekend. I've jumped on a plane to go to a kind of random place in France um, just because there's a competition on this weekend and there wasn't one in the UK. And here I am in this phenomenal, historic, small old town up on a hilltop overlooking the south of France's, one of the south of France's historic centres of Avignon. We're down a tiny side street called La Rue de la Camp de Bataille, which is obviously the road of the battlefield, which is a very good place to be. And we're in a competition, which is being held in an old um, olive oil pressing um, plant, and that's the wrong one, <laughs> sort of a historic dungeon type place in which olive oil would have been pressed in, in times gone by and absolutely the place is stunning. Um, I bought an Assyrian army to use, it was one that was in the box and it was quite small, pretty much the same one I used in Greece earlier this year <coughs> and um, we're just about to dive in and start drinking coffee and eating croissants in the preamble. Catch you soon. This means war. Right, it's about 10 to 9, so we're probably thinking about starting in a southern European way officially. Sorry, 10 to 10. Um, and we're thinking about starting in a southern European way at 10 officially, but whether that's actually true, I'm not sure. Um, looking around the room, we, I can see a few of the French people have already started tucking into um, wine. It is civilised wine, I guess it's white wine because you'd, you'd always start like that. That's a very good um, wine to be drinking before 10 o'clock. You wouldn't really tuck into the red until maybe 10.30 or something, I'm, I'm guessing. So it's, it's looking like it's going to be a very sociable event. Um, we've got various people here from that I've played before or seen before at other competitions. And um, also Gregory over from, from Greece, Hubert, who used to play in London for a while. So... There are at least enough people who speak um, sensible English that, that my very, very poor schoolboy French won't be too much of a problem. Um, I now need to decide whether I actually join Start the Wine before 10 um, or, or possibly wait till about 11 and go straight in with the red. So I'll, I'll dial in another report once the first game started. day continues really. Um, first game playing a Galatian army set up sort of the same way as the one that I used in Bournemouth earlier this year. One big command of Galatian warriors, the Paeonian ally and a mostly cavalry command. The main difference really being to my list that all of the warriors were in one command which which probably didn't work actually, um, as well as, as the list I had. So, so they set up with cavalry, um, well, Pionians on the wing, then cavalry, then a big block of, of infantry. 
my much more mobile Assyrian army largely refused the infantry with, with a couple of cavalry and then the chariots and the mixed sort of shooty medium foot one concentrated on on the other end of the line so so they sort of steamed into into the cavalry and the, the chariots just pushed into a big gap um, in between the enemy's infantry and cavalry commands and and ended up really being able to go past and trap and catch quite a lot of the army. Um, my supported infantry managed to um, take on the very end of the glacian line and, and chewed them up as well. So it ended up as a win for me. I, I broke the enemy army by, by breaking through the middle chewing off the end of the, um, of the heavy infantry line and, and battering the Pionians really and then as I got through the middle some light infantry finally ran for a touchdown and stole the enemy baggage to break the, the 25 point army so so after that I'm now into my second left blonde um, we've had a lovely buffet it's a very relaxed thing as we stand here amongst the olive trees in a lovely lovely part of France um, apparently last year it was even a sunny weekend. This is a little bit grey, but it's still much more pleasant than, um, than sitting at home, I'm sure. And um, plates of meat, plates of all sorts of odd sorts of vegetables. I think some people have already broken out the rum and the wine. Maybe we'll be into red wine for the afternoon game. Um, second of five, in which looks like I'm playing Hubert, um, former central London clubmate, and and now back again as a resident of France so I'm, I'm kind of sat in about 7th or 8th in the tournament of about best end of 35, 36 people which is, is not a bad place to be at this stage so I will check in again um, after the final game or after the second game in fact Oh, that's very artistic. Very artistic. So, what is this then? This uh, dress uh, is called Genepi. Genepi. And this is like, is it a spirit or is it a wine or a fortified wine? Strong wine? Fortified. Very fortified. Okay. It's about something so, uh, 45 degrees. 45. 45. That's, when we're That's pretty. It's 45. Uh, 40. Look at that, swirling it round. Oh, it's like a rum, you know. Ah, it's, it's like, like a gin. Pop. It's like a gin or a rum. It's like a gin. Yeah. But that's a wine glass size portion. They have a whole above all in the levels. Still, still, this is need a bigger glass. Okay. To swap the flavors because now you can only feel the alcohol. Only the alcohol. It's very okay. with, uh, no, in the nose. Okay. So is this with, a, a digestive? Strawberry ice. Strawberry ice. Wow. Strawberry ice. Wow. That's a thing. There's no alcohol in there. There's not enough alcohol. Right. Oh. <laughs> He's put that down. Yeah, yeah. The sugar. It's. It's too sugary. Yeah. Is it? Okay. Because it's the alcohol. Yeah. Hmm? Come on. I should try some. I should try some. I'll try a much smaller thing than you did. There it's like go. a digestive, you know. It's yeah. It's well, too it's sugary. Oh, 
Ooh. Yeah, that's that's kind of brutal. Yeah. You tell me. All right. Genipi. Ah, oh, right. So it's got some sort of herb in it then. So this yeah, is wine yeah. from Genipi. It's uh, your your two two, um, two pieces of this grass, and you let with alcohol and sugar, mm -hmm. um, any months. Yeah. You, you can. You can have to so it. What's it? So this is rosemary. It's almost got rosemary in it. Genipi. Genipi. They had this as they had grapes. Also in Genipi. Huh? Only grapes and xenopy. Grapes and xenopy. No, no. There's only uh, alcohol, uh, fruit alcohol. Fruit mm -hmm. alcohol. Yeah. Well, sugar and xenopy. Yeah, so okay. it's like a limoncello. Juniper. Juniper. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we're saying, right. Yeah. It's like yeah. a limoncello. Like the, same, the, same, the same procedure. So sugar, exactly. lemons, alcohol. So but this exactly. is a juniper limoncello. <laughs> wow. Junipicello. Junipicello. That looks like a thing. Juniper. It's a juniper limoncello. You find that in... Uh, in French Alps. In the French Alps, okay. And you've made this yourself? Zenevi. No, no, I, no. Uh, I bought it. You bought it, but it's in a yeah. small bottle. Zenevi. Zenevi. With a P. P. G E N E E N. Juniper, Juniper. Juniper, Juniper. It's Juniper, Juniper berries. So junipers are in gin, aren't they? I think. So this smells really. Not No. Maybe not. Gin is on Geneva. In French. Geneva. Okay. Well, it's going to set us all up good for the afternoon game, isn't it? But you have to go to uh, uh, 3,050 or 3,000 meters. 3,000 meters to find it. So it's not Geneva. So this is a else. traditional from the Alps. The Alps. Right. I imagine if you're living in the snow, this mm. would be really quite good for you. <laughs> traditional restaurant. From? Yeah, more, yeah. From, from the Alps. From the Alps. From, from the, the French Alps. Alps. Give, me, the French give me a village. Give me a village. From Oh, for my family, it's uh, Le Chazolet. <laughs> Le Chazolet. L-E. Oh, no, 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 no. No, we got to... I'm going to make it deaf, deaf, deaf. Yeah. Whoever reads this one. Yeah. What? No, that can't be right. That can't be someone spelled with Z's in it. That's wrong. Le Chazolet. Le Chazolet. Well, it's a good start if I'm going to be playing Hubert this afternoon to have some of this. That should help me a lot. This means war. First field, five. Ace should be here. here looking at the pool crows overhead coming back from 
I guess the monastery or something like that in this historic town and it's about a quarter past four second game just done for me still underway for a few others a pretty intense struggle against the Baron Hubert um, certainly one of the better or the best French players um, and former central Londoner as well picked up many trophies in the UK he had a Carthaginian army not the earlier one with the chariots the proper Hannibal in Italy one with what was quite an unusual um, steady heavy infantry centre three elite armoured spearmen mixed up with some regularised well-trained Gallic heavy foot as well to give sort of a six six or seven wide very punchy very solid centre um, one wing with the usual mediocre elephant and a load of again regularised well-trained non-impetuous ghouls and the other wing with a re- well what would in most games certainly in the historical period be a reasonable cavalry force of mostly elite heavy and medium cavalry on, on the opposite side now that unfortunately for it came up against my fast moving medium foot and cavalry command which has got a couple of mixed bowmen in it it's got a couple of elite heavy cavalry shooters it's got a light horse bow and and that was actually able to drive them back pretty pretty well um, at the end of the game his general and the last surviving cavalryman from that that command were were literally on their base edge defending their own baggage as they got got walloped by by chariots and, and heavy cavalry in a combination of foot pushing pushing that left flank forwards allowed my well the four chariots the central command and the chariots in the, the flank command to get past the end of the spears so that really halted the spears advance as they had to start turning around to to deal with the threat of the assyrian heavy chariots um, sort of halted their, their push down the middle and then on the opposite flank my heavy infantry javelin man a real mixed bag command kind of struggled against the the maneuverability of of an all medium foot impact command but but again a mediocre elephant can only survive for so long and we probably on that flank sort of slowed them down probably traded off units fairly evenly um, to win by the, the narrowest of margins actually my army was 21 units down out of 22 when Huber's went considerably over its 24-25 breakpoint um, but again that, that last turn Huber had captured my baggage and I lost um, two or three combats as well so before that it was it was looking very much like a, a biggish win and it ended up as a fairly small win so that puts me on one decent sized win and one and the score win going into round three which is definitely an ideal time for another video. This means war. This means war. Third game done. Um, it's now dark. It's absolutely chucking it down on um, Saturday evening. And the... Assyrians have won a biblical matchup against an Ugaritic army, which from World of DBM days used to be an absolute monster. Um, in AGLG, it's not what doesn't appear to be quite as good. It it was kind of a bit of a mirror image in that it had four elite impact chariots, but theirs were um, impetuous. But then the rest of the army had a large number of light chariots, which are, are medium cavalry bow, but are a little bit 
well not quite as good at going into rough terrain which they shouldn't be doing anyway the the chariot off um worked in my favor i managed to get a couple of uh, the enemy chariots sort of chewing into my heavier foot and and that gave me a little bit of an overlap with the other ones and then really the rest of my army the the elite heavy cavalry bowmen the mixed shooters um even the medium foot were were really no match for for a line that was mostly of, of medium cavalry so so i ended up being able to push past the the ongoing heavy chariotry um face off and then um and then managed to to roll up the heavy chariots that were still there so a, a relatively straightforward win on on matchup and and lined up and, and aggression and then that sets us up for a well bit of an evening meal um, we're going to sneak out into the town through the rain and have some provencal french food um, with some of the guys and a couple of beers and then back for the next game day after Sunday morning's game over and done in um, about an hour and three quarters. Not in a good way. One of those games where I'm delighted to have managed to come second out too. Because um, it looked much worse than that. I think I managed to ding about nine or ten of the opposition's troops. It was a Kushan army with a big block of cataphracts, five of them and a couple of horse on one wing. The, the elephant and Indian command steaming through the middle and then uh, a sort of delaying mounted command with four by medium cavalry and a couple of light horse on the other flank. Um, my aim was to try and push that and with the medium foot command and a couple of chariots and a, and a good heavy cavalry and, and try and shoot it with the mixed medium shooters, cause it some damage and, and stop it running away um, whilst engaging the, the elephants with my elite swordsmen and, and the javelinmen and some, some other bits and pieces from the the other foot command whilst I was trying to hold away from the cataphracts not really engaged it just feed them a couple of, of spearmen to to slow them down and, and hit them with a couple of the good chariots and, and basically none of that worked at all um, the, the cataphracts ran over everything they hit pretty much immediately the, the spearmen barely lasted a turn um, or, or two turns my, my chariots got bogged down against cataphracts which are surprisingly good um, against heavy chariots even elite and the the elephants just went straight through and straight over literally everything I put in front of them my my elite guardsmen swordsmen just didn't stand up um, some some great low lights I think of the game um, elite swordsmen losing to, to mediocre fairly comprehensively and in short order um, a, a javelin man trying to evade from a charge getting caught in the rear blowing up blowing up two things behind him and then then to wrap it off a, a mixed medium swordsman unit charging some light horse who he'd been shooting at unsuccessfully most of the game and then getting beaten in two consecutive rounds by them as well um the, the army collapsed I, I just didn't really get the grips with anything one of those where well i, I do always in fact i don't even know why i do it really i, I sort of regret taking the the elites as the medium two medium swordsmen they're supposed to give me an edge in in rough terrain and make that command a bit more viable but 
I'm really, really struggling to think of any point in time at which they're elite have actually helped them. They're, they're just bog-standard medium swordsmen with with different coloured skirts. So, so not exactly a great result there. Um, but that leaves me in three and one. And I got close on 50% of the enemy army. So, so not a bad place from, from second table in, in the competition. Everybody else is still playing. So I'll be able to grab an early lunch, start the afternoon game and and then head back on the road to the airport. This means war. This means war. But sadly, that's ended up being the end of it, really. The last game was a complete catastrophe, pinned into a really tiny corner by some... Um, impassable terrain dropped onto my base edge the Assyrian army had barely two two and a half feet to deploy in and against an opponent in the shape of Alexander with a big phalanx a couple of elephants and an Indian command which swept forward with high aggression pinned me into the corner before I could even re redeploy um, and actually a very unusual if a little <laughs> probably too textbook composition of, of enemy army um, I tried to swing all my chariots out to one flank to take on the companions. There was a big block of companions, the maximum number. They lined up, uh, drew in my chariots, and then promptly turned tail, marched behind their phalanx, and ran over the um, the rest of my army, which really had no answer to them. Um, also, the, the Indian army came without any elephants, but that meant it maximised on bow shooting, and the bows were incredibly accurate they they shot down two units of my heavy infantry who tried to get into them um but they were to be fair distracted by the the rapidly arriving companions as well so i ended the weekend on on three wins to start with and then two crushing losses that put me in the slightly weird position of being i think 10th or 11th out of the 30 30 odd players there um Every single person I played managed to finish above me, which is a little bit weird. So I ended up playing the people who came first, third, fifth, seventh, and ninth. Um, so probably on um, some of opponent's scores, I would have done very, very well. But a cracking weekend, and one that I think next weekend, or next year, in fact, I will definitely look to go to again. Um, possibly even taking the Eurostar as it goes down to Avignon. Um, allowed to have a couple of beers on the way which might be quite um, quite civilized as well so and thank you to all the team and, and the guys there down in avignon who organized it great hospitality fantastic town lovely place and um, i hope you've enjoyed this this new format of um background music podcast and with our new title track as well um, and thanks once again to howard for that enjoy the podcast and you can read about these reports in full detail on madaxman.com thanks for listening <laughs>